Hey! Welcome to the B-Team Podcast. My name is Justin, and today I am joined by Boris. Uh, I'm not working at Baskin Robbins, but, uh, you know, I love their, their uniforms. <laughs> Which, fun fact, uh, Baskin Robbins, um, the parent company, is also the company that um, originally bought Duncan. Uh, so technically, Baskin Robbins and Duncan are co like uh, companies. And actually, there were a few around me that were Duncan's and Baskin Robbins for a while until they realized that it wasn't really profitable to do it that way. So, a little fun fact everything with me runs back to Duncan. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, this is a not only is this kind of first because. Um, I don't believe me and Boris have been on a podcast alone with each other. Um, because during the Christmas ones, we always had uh Misha with us. And... Yeah, it was always somebody with uh, with yeah. me. Always, yep. always. We were never alone, man. <laughs> yep, so now it's just you and me alone in pod room. And uh so we are here today to talk about Ant Man and the Wasp Quatamania brother. And, uh, yeah, so usually with these, uh, we tend to have, like, a lot more people, but, uh... <laughs> uh Nobody really liked this movie except no, the two no. of us. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Like, John, John kind of lost the will to live or something because he didn't want to go see it. Uh, <laughs> um, Misha didn't like it. Um, and then Brent is kind of Brent about it. And then, uh... <laughs> and then I don't even drink. I don't even think Josh even like went oh, on the high speed. Josh doesn't piece. watch these. Josh does, yeah, Josh he, doesn't watch these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't. He didn't even travel the high seas to try to find it. So uh, you know, it's uh, you got you got one one third of us to pod a uh, <laughs> MCU movie. So, <laughs> um, yeah. What, so this what is what has it. the world come to, man? Can't do I know. this shit, man. <laughs> it's almost I like you snapped us. <laughs> all right so um so this one is the beginning of phase five for the mcu um the end of uh phase four was uh technically was guardians holiday special um so this one's kicking it off with the king um multiverse issues uh so in this one we uh i'm gonna go quickly into the plot um, I'm going to do my plot in a nutshell, as Milos likes to call it. And, um, yeah, so we're going to do that real quick. And then we'll maybe get into some spoiler stuff. So uh, we'll kind of mention when we're going to get into that, if you want to kind of go away for a little bit and come back. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, um, plot of the movie is uh, we open on Scott Lane kind of getting reintroduced to the world after everything with Thanos and bringing people back and stuff like that. And, you know, him kind of in a normalish life with his daughter and, um, with uh wasp. And, um, then you see like, uh, Hank and Janet, you know, kind of, you know, being, uh, you know, kind of a nuclear family with them. You know, you see Cassie Lang, she's kind of getting locked up for activism, you know, kind of stuff. um, and uh, they have kind of like a like a core family dynamic. You don't really see much of uh, his ex-wife or anything like that. Um, and uh, so I'm not really sure if she's like technically still around or if like, she didn't like survive coming back. I don't know. 
Um, I don't think they really care. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think it they makes, really talked about her. Yeah, well, they, they did mention something about, like, I promised your mom that you would blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't know if that meant, like, he just promised her because he had her for the day or he promised her, like, before, like, she died or something. I don't know. I don't think she died. I think she's still yeah. living uh, wherever they were living uh, before they were living wherever they're living now. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, some anyway. of these details are fuzzy, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, so like Cassie calls like Hank Grandpa and stuff like that. So it's like a nice little family dynamic they created for you know the five or six of them or whatever. Um, and uh, so then we find out that Cassie has actually been uh creating a quantum realm uh radio thing where she can talk down to the she sends a signal down to the quantum realm try to kind of map out a little bit since uh janet is being a bit fuzzy on what the quantum realm is and what it looks like and details about it she hasn't really wanted to talk about it uh which we'll get into that because that's been kind of a a, a point of discussion with our own little group um and then um so essentially they get sucked into the quantum realm while they're playing with this radio thing Cassie made. Um, and we find out there's this whole civilization down there. Um, you got Bill Murray popping in for cameo as a former lover of uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Janet, which I, I thought was kind of funny. Apparently other people didn't like the fact that Bill Murray made a cameo. Um, and then, I like the uh, fact that he did, but I just didn't like his character for whatever reason. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We'll talk about and it. yeah, and um, you know, so then they kind of find out that he's working for Kang, who is played by Jonathan Majors, who is quickly becoming one of my favorite actors. Um, I really liked him in um, The Hotter They Fall. Um, and then there was another movie I saw him in that I liked him in. Um, and uh, you know, he's Kang the Conqueror, who um, Janet kind of fills in the backstory that she was helping him as a fellow human. Who got lost in the uh, quantum realm, realm yeah. um, to uh, try to get out of it, and then she comes to find out that his ship is actually a ship he used to like take over worlds, and he was banished from the multiverse and everything like that. And so she destroyed the ship's engine um, in order to not let him leave. So he essentially ended up conquering the quantum realm, and now that she's back. Um, he's trying to get her to fix his ship so that way he can get out of the quantum realm and take his new quantum army uh, across multiverses to kind of ruin everything there. Um, in the meantime, uh, Scott and Cassie um, get mixed, uh, get, uh, uh, get lost uh, from the uh, Van Dynes um, as they go through the quantum realm and then they end up finding each other when uh, Scott is forced by Kang to fix his ship using Hank's uh, shrink technology. Um, and uh, the Van Dynes uh, go to the ship after Hope uh, and them escape from Bill Murray and uh, Kang's uh, jackboots. And so then there's like a, you know, obviously feats between them all. Um, the like rebellion, I guess, in the quantum realm starts to like help them out. Um, Hank also finds out that there's like civilization of ants that got sucked into the quantum realm in some weird time loop, and they ended up creating like their own like techno civilization type of thing. Yeah, and, like, technocracy level. Yeah, 
four or five, he said, which I have no idea what that means, but... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but apparently it's something like socialism because he said, I know socialism is a bad word, which I kind of laughed. And, uh, <laughs> um, and so, uh, but they like quickly like got away from it or whatever. But um, honestly, uh, Michael Douglas, even though sometimes it seemed like he didn't want to be there, I thought he was like great in this. Um, I love and, Michael uh, Douglas. I, 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 think it was, I think it was the fact that he just like was like, okay, I think this is going to be the last one. So I'm just going to be like, whatever. And I thought he was great. He was funny. He was all kinds of stuff, um, which you normally don't get from Michael Douglas, even in the other ones. And uh, when he's trying to be funny, like he doesn't really come off as funny because he's Michael Douglas and he kind of has that gravitas or whatever. But in, uh, I, you know what? I didn't. I don't really remember every uh, specific detail of the second movie, which for some reason I didn't like as much as the first movie. But first movie, man, he was great. Um, yeah but uh yeah i love i love michael douglas man like seeing him in this i mean in uh in mcu in general he's just amazing to say the least yeah so um so anyway so then there's like this big fight between like the rebellion people and the uh and like you know the ant army thing um Um, one second. No worries, dude. Um, all right, yeah, and then I mean, uh, that's already the uh, that's already the last the third act. So yeah, 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 yeah. So um, so anyway, um, he uh, yeah. So the ant army, and then the army. Oh yeah, yeah. So then um, uh, so then they end up getting Cassie's uh. Uh, radio thingy to work again so that way they can get out of the quantum realm and everybody gets out except for scott and then scott is fighting kang um and then hope comes back to get scott and then they um are able to get back out of there before like the quantum radio thingy blows up and um and kang disappears gets sucked in i'm not quite sure what happens um but I'm assuming he got out somehow and just got sucked into some other dimension or something. Um, then we see like Scott, like kind of like a like a, a re- reprise of the beginning of the movie, where he's walking around and people are like, "Oh, hey, it's you, it's you." And then the guy, the barista guy at the beginning, was like, "Oh, it's Spider Man," but then he's like, "Oh no, you're Ant Man. You got to pay," <laughs> which I thought was funny. And uh, so then. Um, uh, so, but then he's got like this dread about like what actually happened to Kang. Did he die? Is he is he out there somewhere? Is he gonna come back for his family? Blah blah blah. And then he's like, you know what? I'm not to worry about it right now. <laughs> and uh, you know, some some people don't like that, but I, I liked it that like it's kind of like in the back of his mind that like you know he's still out there, and that like now it's like kind of become his responsibility. Which I also like the idea of like Scott Lang kind of becoming like I don't know. I guess like the only like actual Avenger again, like because it kind of goes with the comics too. Because technically, Ant Man was like one of the like founders of the uh, of yep. the Avengers, and now essentially he's gonna be like uh, the most senior member because everyone else has either quit, died, so um, you know, or is you know in in uh, Clint's case, I don't know what's gonna happen with Hawkeye with everything that's happening with. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, what's his real life? 
Jeremy Renner, yeah. Yeah, Jeremy Renner, his uh, medical issues after getting hit by a plow. So uh, he was yeah. playing. He was playing Avenger in the real life. He was, was, and now unfortunately, I don't know what's up with his legs. But anyway, um, yeah. So he'll essentially be like, you know, the elder statesman, I guess, of the Avengers right now, um, unless like Hulk comes back. But um, or. I mean, I don't think Thor will come back because he's kind of doing his own thing, and I don't even think Chris Hemsworth thought he was coming back until he started the end of Thor 4 that uh, <laughs> Thor yeah, will be back. <laughs> let's forget that movie exists. Uh, for Hey, I actually, I, I like that movie. Love and Thunder? Yeah. Dude. Okay, I like parts of it, but uh, mostly was just uh, disappointment. <laughs> On so many levels, but uh, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get to that some other time. You know, maybe when we do, like, uh, you know, yeah. let's uh, also let's not uh, let's not talk about you know Hulk having a son now and uh, whatnot. But uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's just not talk about She Hulk. Is uh, if uh, <laughs> if you want to hear what we thought of that train wreck, we have a pot on that one. But uh, um, yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah, so that's basically the plot in a nutshell. Um, I guess it was a little more than a nutshell, but that's okay. Um, so, Boris, we'll go with you. Um, what are your general thoughts on this movie? Um, and, yeah, I guess we'll just start with general thoughts. Yeah, sure. Um, like I said before, so, uh, I, I mean, I love the first Ant-Man. Um, I was really, because a lot of these characters... I never grew up with them. We didn't have these comics here when I was growing up, you know. Maybe uh, uh, we had a, like a Spider-Man or an X-Men comic here or there, you know. We had the cartoons for sure. But, uh, you know, I, I, I knew about Captain America. I, I knew about the Hulk. Uh, I knew about Thor. But I never got to read those comics, right? And so when they <laughs> announced, you know, the Ant-Man movie I was re- and the Captain America, I, I went to see all of them. But I was really excited about Ant-Man because it had uh, Michael Douglas in it, uh, as, for starters. And uh, I, I went to see that movie three times in cinema, which I never do, actually. I don't think I ever done that before. Actually, I did once before, but not on purpose. And the never done it before. So I really like these movies. So having said that, you know, I really like, like this. This movie reminded me a lot about uh, first movie... Um, atmosphere wise as in it's fun you know uh there's a lot of fun parts about this movie all the characters in there uh they get sucked into this thing that they didn't really think uh they didn't really go after and now they gotta deal with the consequences of actions people made so to speak and uh i really liked it uh i didn't love it but i did like it I um I liked it. Um yeah, I didn't I didn't love it. Um I seem to like it more than like I don't know, probably like 80% of people did. Um and uh yeah, I think right now, um I don't have my letterbox up, but I'm pretty sure it's in the top 15 of Marvel movies right now for me, but um that's also not hard to do because uh <clears throat> I'm not really a fan of like half of the MCU anyway. Um, and, um, yeah, what the hell is letterbox? I don't have to look for it, but, um, sorry, I have a new phone that I was trying to find it on, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a learning curve, um, anyway, um, 
but yeah, no, I I generally like it. Um, I like the weirdness of it. I liked Bill Murray in it. I like, you know, Jonathan Majors. I thought he did a great job. Um, I actually thought that um both uh, Evangeline Lilly and uh, Paul Rudd did a good job. Um, I'm kind of half and half on Michelle Pfeiffer. I was kind of hoping for a lot more out of her since it kind of seemed like we're gonna give her a little more room to breathe in these movies. Um. But, like, yeah, I don't know. She was kind of, I don't know, the verdict, I think, is still out on her um, in this movie. Uh, I thought Michael Douglas was great. I thought the acting was great overall. Like, No, acting um, was superb. Yeah, and... and just, um, you know, some of the script and some of the plot lines, they were a little bit, you know, like, uh, did we really have to go there? Why are you, you know, dragging this part out? Uh, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a few parts of the movie that we'll talk about later uh but uh yeah, yeah overall like i i forgot you know michelle pfeiffer was playing janet and i was trying to figure out who this actress was and i couldn't recognize her for i don't know why oh, wow. yeah but i was like you know because i love michelle pfeiffer but i haven't seen her in anything in a long time so michael douglas i've seen in stuff other well not stuff just one other thing uh he has a show he had a show on netflix uh Kaminsky method uh which is about oh an old actor yeah which is a really yeah, good I heard, show yeah i heard about it but i've just seen it it's a it's really good? good show yeah it's a really nice, good nice. show and uh yeah michael is great in it but uh yeah i haven't seen michelle pfeiffer in a long long time so um yeah yeah and i mean I think um, her character was yeah. limited a lot story-wise mm-hmm. like i don't know who wrote her yeah. character her lines, her plot, but they—I get why they did what they did, but it, I don't know. I think they could have done it differently. I guess they had a yep. point to make and phase five to introduce us to, and you know, just yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. I think I think they should have, um, which has been a point of contention in our group with, especially Brent. It's like, you know, why are you making everything so secretive with her character? Um, and then like suddenly she like didn't tell anybody about like this great existential threat to the universe um which i mean i get too but like i know like she didn't really want to talk about it but like i think they should have like did it in a way where you know she didn't like you know try to assist a mass murderer from like getting out of his cage essentially like i think they should have like i don't know maybe gave her more lines or gave her more story so that way she can have a little more latitude on like yeah, I, but you, yeah, you know, you know what I think the problem would be with that is because they went into one, uh, they went into one extreme, and had they uh, decided to go into the other extreme, she would be, you know, like a doomsday prepper or something, you know. Yeah, I think she would have gone completely bonkers. Well, not either yeah, way. not yeah, like, but not like like an extreme to... though, but like like just like I don't know. Like, I mean, just kind of, like, explain it a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of, like, yeah. you know, give her reasoning, you know, instead of just, like, oh, I was so scared. And it's, like, I get that you were scared, but, like, you should have given it a little more reasoning. And then I think they should have had Hank and Hope uh, be a little more angrier towards her. Like, I think there should have been, like, a lot more um, in that, like, ride going from Bill Murray to Kang. Um, I think there should have been a lot more, like you know, discussion about it and a little more like anger and stuff instead of like them just understanding, you know? 
Yeah, and I think you said it earlier, like, and uh, they finish off the movie. Well, if you don't count the post credit scenes, but uh, they finish it with mm. that when thinking about, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah I, to me, it's like, dude, you're doing the same thing that uh, Hope was doing. Is there really a way to go? Mm. Uh, I mean, not Hope, Janet. I mean, so uh, it's like, you know, is there really, like, is there really a way to go? Like, you're introducing this big bad in phase five and you know ant-man just went through some cataclysmic shit with his family you know down in mm -hmm. the uh quantum realm and the guy told him like if you kill me bad things will come and he's like i must have imagined it like really dude <laughs> yeah well i think it's just because like he's like such a sarcastic character and stuff that like, they tried to play it off as a joke um, but yeah, I think I think there should have been a little more seriousness, I guess, to the end of it, as opposed to them just trying to have them shrug it off or whatever. But um, I like yeah, I, I, I get, get yeah I get yeah. what they were trying to do, but I think they could have done it better, I guess. Of course, yeah, because they because I am a very you know very very you know nonchalant dude, you know. I try not to care about things, you know, even when they're, you know, if it's, when it comes to my own personal life, and I get what they were trying to do to showcase, you know, Ant-Man basically Scott Lang being Scott Lang, and I get it, but dude, I don't care who you are, and like, no matter how nonchalant you are about your life, about, you know, the fate of the universe, the fate of the world, like, this is some, you know, world reality-ending shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, I something mean, I, to joke about. Yeah, plus I feel like this should have been like kind of like his Iron Man moment where when Tony went up into the space mm. and almost didn't come back in Avengers, it kind of changed him a little bit. I kind of wish it would have did this with Scott, like kind of like maybe grounded him a little more from being like just like the jokey side character that they've kind of made him into, um, into kind of like a little more, not not completely serious, but like a little more grounded. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like, look, we got this thing coming up, and it's like, listen, like I get, I make jokes, but like this is like a really serious situation, and like, you know, I can joke, but like I still be like very serious about this like world-ending threat after we just got rid of Thanos. You know? Yeah, and I assure you, Nick Fury is gonna have you know his panties in a bunch over this once. Mm. Shit hits the fan. He'll be like, "You knew about this, and you didn't warn us." Yeah. If it but, happens that way, you know, if it happens yeah. that way, I don't know what they plan. Maybe they just left it as the joke, you know, for us, mm. you know. But maybe off screen I, or at the beginning of some other movie, we'll be like, we'll see Ant Man, you know, going to Nick Fury or you know mm. someone with, uh, hey, this, you know, shit is about to hit the fan. We need to get mm. ready. All right, so I think at this point we're going to kind of break off into spoilers. So if anybody listening hasn't seen it or whatever or hasn't spoiled enough by what we've said so far, you can kind of leave the chat and then you can come back in once you've seen it. Um, and then we're going to be talking about spoiler stuff and then we'll talk a little bit about like maybe what we think phase five is going to be. But uh, all right, so three, two, one. All right, so Boris, uh, get into what you went to earlier about... Uh, um about the uh like thing that like me you brent Lewis, we were all talking about and the thing with like uh um uh oh what wow. am i forgetting it now um uh oh uh like like with the uh radio thing like them disconnecting the battery pack like i know like 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 
Brent made a big deal about that, like how like it wasn't powered and it was able to suck them in, like like things like that, like little things like that weren't explained, which I get in like logically. Uh, you know, I yeah, but to me that thing didn't really need an explanation. You know, yeah. I I, don't know. I, I, mean, I thought I thought it was a little weird. You know what I mean? You know but... what I mean? Because uh, my 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 late father, he was uh, he had this radio antenna. He was uh, he was a uh, it's it's called a radio amateur. Yeah. Um, uh, he was that. So you know, I've kind of lived in that world, so to speak. And basically, mm-hmm. I've I went to technical school. I've been around people yeah. like that. I hang around with people. Yeah. Who live like that? Technicians, uh, the uh, the people, you know, the engineers, people yeah. who tinker with stuff. And mm-hmm. so, if uh, if you have a child or you have a nephew or somebody in your family who lives with you, and they see you doing all that stuff, you know, s- sooner or later they're gonna get involved in that stuff too. Like it's just a matter of time, you know. So yeah, plus, to me that was. Plus we have like uh, plus we have like a like a time jump where. We don't, I mean, we kind of know where this movie takes place, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, they've aged Cassie up a lot. So, like, um, you know, who knows what she was doing during, like, the blip, where she was, like, kind of seemed like she was living alone in, like, her parents' old house. Um, And and and, what you said earlier, you know, they show us uh, the uh, Van Dynes and uh, and the Pims and, uh, you know, the Langs, uh, they're together as a family now and uh, we don't really get to see that in MCU like yeah. we get to see some of that with Spider-Man a little bit with Iron Man but uh, not really like there's the whole thing with Thor and his family and then yeah. you know but we don't really get to see you know mom and pop and grandpa and grandma and stuff mm-hmm. you know and uh, and the grandchild and we get to see that here, and for them to work together as a family, I don't think we've seen that in a superhero movie or any movie at all like this in a mm. long time. And so for them to showcase that, I think that's that's what matters, and I think they did a pretty good job of uh, displaying what a functional superhero family looks like. Yeah, I know. I mean, the only things we've really gotten from that, if you want to go into superheroes, would be really the Incredibles. I mean... Yeah, yeah, they count. They count. Yeah, and then um, I mean, I guess Fantastic Four to a point, but like you know, I guess the good ones or whatever. But um, I mean, yeah, we we haven't really seen like multiple gener like three generations of superheroes, like kind of a movie. You know what I mean? And Uh, yeah, so I I I really like twice in twenty years, uh, which is you know, I mean. And uh, you know, the th- with the third uh, Spider-Man, we didn't even get to see Uncle Ben at all. Like mm. he doesn't exist. Like he existed, yeah. he died, but we never got to see that. So like we, yeah. you know, so it's like his, fa- you know, Aunt May is basically a single mother. Mm. And I mean, I get, I get that people like kind of don't like the like the fact that everything's got to be a group now, you know? especially since Guardians took off. Like, everything's got to be like, oh, I got, like, it can't just be Iron Man. It's got to be Iron Man and, like, five other people. Or it's got to be Captain America and, like, five other people. But it's, like, in this one, it makes sense because they're an actual core family. And, you know, it's them just living their lives together. You know what I mean? Like, they went and had, like, Sunday dinner to talk about, you know, the fact that Cassie was locked up. Like, you know, and then they had arguments about it. I liked 
I I really liked everything in like the first like 15 to 20 minutes of this movie where it was like them as a family, them kind of in the real world, you know, him kind of living his life. I thought that stuff was great. Yeah, um, that then, montage obviously, at the beginning with Scott yeah. Lang just going down the street and talking to people, getting coffee and a donut, uh, that was it wasn't hilarious, but it was fun. It was good to see. It was, you know, there's Ant-Man being Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. And then it was, I, I, I still, I still love the barista guy. He's like, oh, Spider-Man, you get a free coffee. He's like, I'm not, uh, yeah, your money's he's so like, much uh, here. He's like, ah, uh, you know what, okay then. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's still, it's still uh, Paul Rudd, and Paul Rudd is still a hilarious guy, you know what I mean? Oh, so, for sure, man. You know, so you got to have that little bit in there. And I like how, like, comfortable he's gotten in this role and um, stuff like that. So, you know. But yeah, um, you what, know, was, what was the other? Yeah. yeah, what was the other thing that you wanted to get into? You said, "Oh, we'll talk about oh, it later." Oh, that, that was the uh, the re- uh, that was the uh, Bill Murray thing, uh, which I didn't want to oh, talk right, about yeah. a lot. But uh, no, I, you can go, go his, ahead. His character, uh, just because you know, I don't hate Bill Murray. I don't love him, but I like him. I like seeing him. But his character was out of whack, even for uh, MCU. You know, I mean, uh, I get, uh, I get. It's uh, they were trying to do like this um, microverse thing where you know people are really tiny. They're, you know, they're as big as atoms and one whatever. But uh, Bill Murray's character was still a little bit weird. I was like, and it was off-putting a little bit. I was just waiting for something bad to happen, and I was like, when it happened, I was like, why did they have to do it that way? You know? Yeah. I mean, I I kind of uh, I kind of knew that once he sat down and he kind of was talking and the way he looked, I'm like, this isn't the same person that Janet probably knew from when she was in the quantum realm. And I'm like, with with Bill Murray, you know that like something's coming with the way that he's talking, that he's like gonna like turn on them or something, or you know, that just the way he came in, I'm like. He probably like works for Kane or something. So, I mean, I think they probably could have done it a little differently. Like maybe have him I mean, come they out of they like could have been, uh, they could have done it like uh, Tatooine Cantina, you know, like yep. uh, you know, there was yep. a spy I was, there. I was just about to tell you, and you know, they could have done it that way, you know, and then you know, they could have killed off Bill Murray, you know, trying to protect Janet and her family. That would have been cool, you know. That would have been mm-hmm. better, like. Yeah, they could have or introduced he, another uh, quantum realm uh, character from the comic books that way, you know, yeah. a spy or whatever, you know, like a bounty yeah. hunter, so to speak. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, with him, I I kind of almost thought, and I was going on the same idea with you, except I was thinking more like, um, almost like Jabba's palace, kind of. Yeah. Where like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. where like you go, yeah. like I thought they were going to this bar, and I thought like he was going to be like in a back room or something. And then he ran this bar or something, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you see, like, you know, somebody, like, dressed up as King's foot soldiers and is, like, you know, kind of like when they went to Bespin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like a Lando situation, we, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, why did they have to do it this way? I mean, I get they wanted, uh, they had Bill Murray for like five minutes in the studio because mm-hmm. he just showed up that day. I get it. But uh, still, you know, <laughs> they could have done it way, way better. So, I I mean, it's because now we have, you know, Bill Murray in MCU, but it's like, 
it's it's memorable for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I was soured on it as much as you were, but um I mean, I liked I liked his scenes. I liked his his cameo for what it was. Um sure, I would have liked to have been something different. But um but you know, I laughed. You know, I thought it was good. You know, I don't really have many complaints about it. I guess as much as you do. Um but yeah, I mean, I guess there Overall, in this movie, I think what we're getting to is that there's room for improvement in a lot of things. Yeah, you know they, I mean? they definitely... Uh, Feige definitely needs to look into the formula they've been using and start doing something uh, to change things up. Because when Ant-Man, uh, first Ant-Man came out, you know, it was different than any other movie they ever made. Uh <laughs> The formula was the same, but everything else was different, and the vibe was different. Like you, you could see that this movie was unique, right? And so yeah. I, I really wish that they would, you know, try to put a uniqueness into each movie that they make. You know, mm-hmm. try to differentiate differentiate them with something, and they do pretty good job of. They did pretty good job of it, you know, in phase one and two. Um, Maybe even three to a certain degree, especially with the Guardians of the Galaxy jumping in on in the in on the scene. But uh, Phase Four was utter trash, uh, with the exception yeah, was, of like two movies, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say we haven't really gotten your point of view because, like you told me earlier, um, I don't know if you said it while we were recording, but your last new movie <laughs> pod. You recorded with us was Mortal Kombat in, in I 2021. I think it was Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it was Mortal yeah, Kombat. So, I don't think it was anything else after that. But, yeah. So uh, I mean, what's what's your general thoughts on where the MCU has gone? Um, you know, do you like where it's headed now in Phase Five? Um, obviously, it seems like you weren't all that big of a fan of uh, Phase Four. Um, no, no, I hated Phase Four a lot, uh, yeah. and that's—I uh, mean, if we're not counting uh, the D Plus shows, Disney Plus shows, uh, I don't count them as Phase Four necessarily. Uh, but uh, you know, I count them as—you know—I count them as MCU. You know. Okay. Um, so why why do you make that distinction though? Because technically, they are part of Phase Four. Though. No, they are for sure, but I think they're part of the overall story of the MCU, and we got to, see, you know, we got to see Hawkeye in there. We got to see Moon Knight. We got to see Loki. We got to see, uh, I don't know who else, man. But you know, but to me, they're all part of the overall MCU story, not necessarily any of the phases. You know. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean. I mean, they've they've heard my thoughts on you know phase four and stuff like so, that. So uh, I'm not gonna. For, I don't know if Milos ever said this. He probably did, but um, you know, I was always of the opinion that, and we we talked. I mean, there's probably written digital records somewhere. We've been saying this for years. You know, if they ever make a Black Widow movie, it'll be for money. We'll go see it because it's a an MCU movie and probably will be important for the overall MCU story. And mm-hmm. that's the reason we're going to see it. But that movie is so fucking unnecessary. It's ridiculous. And it yeah. really is a money grab, like plain mm-hmm. and simple. Like, I mean, in Hollywood, all movies are money grab. But Black Widow is definitely a pure, pure money grab. I mean, she's not all that special as a character, as a hero. She's a spy that with a unique set of skills. That's all mm-hmm. she is. We get that. Like, if, and I said this before, Miloš and I talked 
about this for years, um, way before Phase 4 was ever a thing or it happened. But basically, you know, if I was ever to see a Black Widow movie, I would like to see Black Widow and Hawkeye in uh, Bucharest or, you know, yep. something like that. You know, the thing that they talked I was, about. I was I would just like about to the, yeah, I was just about to say that that was the movie I wanted to see when they said they were talking about a Black Widow movie. I wanted to see how they met because they keep bringing it up in every movie. And I'm like, this obviously is a key, um, a key story, a key event in their lives and i would have liked to have seen even if it's just from widow's point of view and yeah. if like hawkeye was just like a side character like i would have yeah, liked like to have seen that interaction for yeah. store. like he was there for like two five seconds and you know but you got to see you know hawkeye for a little bit but uh yeah so black widow to me was uh not to go into all the details but that was probably the first mcu movie where i basically you know shouted the obscenities at the silver screen yeah, so I mean, um, uh, so yeah, so I mean, so where do you see, um, where do you see, uh, phase five going? Do you, do you like the direction it's going? Are you interested? I don't in know, man. Um, Jonathan Majors I, coming back. Uh, Jonathan Majors was, I mean, the way they've written Kang and the way he's playing him is very weird i know kang the conqueror from some of the marvel's games i i i never i never read a comic book with him in it i read some other comic books mm. with other villains uh, but um yeah he's just a weird character i kind of get him i i think it's a i don't know man i don't want to say he's a great villain but i think he's a good villain to have in a movie because i don't think we've ever seen seen someone like that in the movies at all ever kind of maybe i don't know but um yeah i mean i i guess we just gotta wait and see because the council of kings has been put into play at the uh at the end of the uh quantumania so um i think it'll be interesting to see what they had planned because there was a bunch of kings in there and they were all pretty psyched to uh be going to earth and also we got you know Loki and uh, from uh, from uh, the uh, variant Loki from uh, the Loki series, and we got Owen Wilson from TVA, uh, mm -hmm. Time Variant Authority. So yeah, I I'm wondering how they're gonna connect to uh, to Ant Man and uh, you know the Avengers in general, and how the shit is gonna play out. Um, yeah, see that that was one that I never ended up finishing was Loki. Um, I got like. <clears throat> Um, I got uh, I think two episodes in, and I yeah, no Loki. Doubt... Yeah, the show Loki yeah. was actually pretty good. Uh, once once you get the hang of what's going on, and uh, it really is a good binge. Actually, I'm glad it's just a six episode show, like most of the uh, MCU shows are on Disney Plus. But uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't great, but it it was definitely unique. It was different, and um. Yeah, uh, there's uh, the Time Variant Authority displayed in the, uh, as shown in the TV show Loki. Um, there was a little Easter egg to it in Quantumania when you see uh, Kang sitting on his throne and they show the city outside. And it's basically the same way uh, Time Variant Authority place is shown in the show. 
I thought that was a cool Easter egg. I don't know if they did it on purpose. I don't know if that was the thing they were going for, uh, but uh, that's what I got from it. And I thought it was pretty cool that those two places looked the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah, once again, I'm not super familiar with it just because I, uh, um, I, uh, um, I didn't see most of it, but, um, but yeah, I know that Jonathan Majors was in Loki and I know some of that stuff happened. Like I listened to their pod about it, um, when they did the pod on it, um, and then they kind of like told me some of the stuff that happened in it. So I can kind of like get up to speed but it's not something that i ever really want to like go back you know what i mean like yeah yeah no worries man um yeah i mean it, it was a good show and uh turned mm. out you know kang in that show uh i don't know if it's the same i don't know uh, you see that's the problem here you know i don't know if that's the same kang we saw here in the movie or he's one of the because i can't remember if he died at the end or not yeah. i don't um i think <laughs> but... he did I think he yeah, did I die. Yeah, I think at the so end. too. But basically, yeah. what happened in Loki was basically uh, Loki and Owen Wilson. They had to travel to the end of the timeline where uh, Kang was waiting, and they met him. And something happened. And I saw seen this show when it came out, so details are a little fuzzy. But um, yeah, let me. Uh, I'm I'm just yeah. looking it up real quick to see what the From, plot was. Of yeah. It. Yeah, no worries. But from the interaction that they had with Kang, like you could see, like this dude is a psychopath, you know. And Jonathan Majors definitely, you know, he brought that same Kang. He brought it. He brought him here in just a little bit different way because there are different circumstances concerning Kang the Conqueror in Quantum Mania than the one in Loki. Mm. So he did play him a little bit differently, but not that much. And I mean that shot of all the of the council of kangs at the end dude that was pretty like that was that was freaking hilarious amazing and downright terrifying all at the same time mm. Yeah I mean you know I'm I'm interested to see what happens and I think I think I really showed the range of Jonathan Majors being able to play all those different type of characters um, and I really hope that whoever gets Kang next, um, for like, you know, writing the story and telling the story, I hope they really like, uh, divulge more and have him basically take what he did and kind of run with it. I know a lot of people are bashing him because he, uh, he said, oh, he looked up to, uh, the way Heath Ledger played the Joker and that's how he wanted to play Kang. And everybody's like, oh, you played as well as he did. Blah, blah, blah. And it's I'm not like, the same character. Yeah. I know, I know. And it's like it's like like I'm like that's like a stupid thing to like bitch about. But exactly, um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I just looked it up. So he played he who remains, um, which yes. was the creator of the time variance authority, which yes. he founded after a multiversal war between him and his variants. Yep. Um he resided in the Citadel at the end of time before being ultimately killed by Sylvie. Which I think is the That's female Loki, right? That's oh. Owen Wilson. Okay, I thought I think, that was the female I Loki. Think that's o- I think that's Owen Wilson, but uh, I could be wrong. Let me let me take a look. Uh, we... Oh no, no, it is it is the female Loki. Oh okay. Yeah. Yep. 
So yeah, Loki falling in love with uh, his uh, female variant was also pretty cool, actually, because you don't get to see that every day. <laughs> yeah, plus uh, it's very, very much a Loki thing to do because he's a weirdo. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, in love yeah. with himself, so. <laughs> Yeah, makes perfect sense. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean the way they display they shown Kang in there, uh, like you can see this guy is a psychopath. You can see he's a sociopath. You know he he, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I guess he wants to reset the timelines, the multiverse. I think that's mm. his end uh, end the game, and yeah. uh, maybe they'll let him do it. You never well, know. Basically. I mean, well, it doesn't seem like he wants to reset it. It seems like he wants to go and destroy every. Well, I guess that is technically resetting it. He wants to destroy all the other multiverses. So that way, he's just the ruler of one like timeline, yeah. essentially. Yeah, and the only thing we don't get is like, uh, why are you in? Uh, why do you have so much hunger for power? Like, uh, that's the only thing we they haven't really yeah. answered. Yeah, I kind of. I don't know. I kind of wish. I mean, uh, Josh kind of um, alluded to it with, like, uh, I saw a comment he made on somebody's post about it, um, where, like, they're, they're doing, like, storytelling, but, like, almost in reverse. Like, you gotta, you gotta look at this almost like wrestling. So, like, when you're trying to build a villain, like, and you're trying to have, like, a heel and a baby face go against each other mm-hmm. at, say, WrestleMania, you have, to, you have to build it up from the beginning. So, like, for example, what they're doing right now in WWE is they have Roman Reigns, who is the double champ, but he's pretty much a heel. Um, You know, he's, like, you know, basically putting his will against everybody. He's been champion for almost a thousand days. Um, You know, he's kind of been, like, this dictator towards, like, his cousins and towards Sami Zayn and stuff like that, which Sami Zayn finally turned on him and has become, like, this baby face against him. And then now he's going to be going against Cody Rhodes. It at WrestleMania. So, but what they've done is they've built up this new Roman Reigns from the start and has kind of seen him kind of gain all these people, all these followers, and you know, to the point where he is now, where he's like this guy who has like all this control in his head and everything like that. And that's what you need to do with somebody like Kane. You need to start from the bottom and get him to go to the top. You know, so you really should have had yeah, him. Yeah, but they, yeah, they're doing it the other way around for sure. Then. Yeah, um, which I, which I think they should have like. Technology. Yeah, I think I think what they should have done is they should have had, um, Kang like almost be their friend, you know, in this movie, um, until he kind of turns on Janet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like have him but... have him do a heel turn in this movie, so that way, like, it was almost like, oh yeah, you know, that's my friend Kang. You know, we fought against whatever in the quantum realm and you know he was trying to help people or whatever and then and then in this movie you see the heel turn of king on janet i think that would have been a lot better and i think that would have helped janet's character a lot better too yeah because but she always then, knew he was a heel you know so no no i know that but what i'm saying though is i think they should have rewrote it where ah, gotcha. yeah, yeah where yeah, yeah. where like, you didn't have the flashback like the flashback would have been part of the movie you know what I mean? And then yeah. and then have and then have like Ant Man, you know, destroy his his thing or have Janet destroy his um engine thing like at the end to kind of redeem her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like yeah. I feel like they should have had all that in this movie. You know. 
but I don't know. And I maybe know, even man. have like somebody else be like the leader of the quantum realm or something and they're, you know, not the greatest person in the world, not necessarily a conqueror, but they're just kind of like a douchebag. And um, you know, they all help, you know, the little rebellion people in uh the quantum realm, like help them like get through it and stuff. Because it's almost like they're telling us like a bunch of stuff that's already happened. And I'm like, it would have been nice to see some of that. It would have been nice to have a little bit of an explanation of that. So I could see where people don't look at it because it kind of seem like they're like, they're thrown in like the middle to like, they're, they're basically thrown like towards like the end of a second act of a movie in this thing. And I'm like, I get it. Like, but I, I like it for what it is, but I also could see how you could have made it better. Of course, man. But um, I think the thing is, uh, the thing is, uh, is the visual effects, man. And you know, you know, oh, yeah. all this, yeah. They would have to go heavy, heavy on the visual, and they're already going heavy on the visual. I was staring at the uh, at the credit scene, uh, the credits uh, roll, you know, waiting for the post credit, last post credit scene, and I was like, man, there's so many visual effects artists working on this thing, like, yep. Uh, and all the shit that's going on between uh, Marvel and Disney and uh, all the VFX artists right now. I mean, the shitstorm that's brewing. You mean you mean I the get... fact that they had the Miss Birthday parties to show She-Hulk uh, twerking? Uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, the only thing that they had going for She-Hulk is uh, the way She-Hulk looks. I mean, that's well, the only thing. Even that. Get... Even that, I wasn't a fan of how She-Hulk looked. I mean, I, I can't go into that a little too much in detail on the on the pod we did, but like, I feel like she should have looked more like more bodybuilder-ish. You know what I mean? Because it kind of seemed like she was a little more like banky. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, yeah. I, I kinda, see yeah. your point. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, but, so, uh, for a different, yeah, so different I get thing why they did like. The way they displayed the quantum mania entirely, like I liked it. Like it was this weird, weird world where mm -hmm. you have to drink this uh, character's uh, goo in order to understand everyone. Like that, I don't know what the name of that character is, but it was fucking it was, hilarious. But, like, but he's he, excited to have holes at the end of the movie, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was just gonna say <laughs> that man, dude like, was he, hilarious. When he asked uh, Scott, uh, uh, do you have any holes? And he's like, seven? <laughs> I was like, dude, can I see him? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, seven holes? <laughs> seven holes. <laughs> and yeah. then when he becomes a beast uh, at the end of the movie, when, he, when uh, whoever blows a hole through him, and he's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh. and he starts eating stuff. Man, that was, that was freaking hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah, so I looked it up. I have, um, so I do have all three of these uh, uh, Ant Man movies in my top twelve. Um, hey, this one is the second Ant Man was pretty good. Uh, it's just that I don't really remember everything. <laughs> yeah, so I have, so I, so my order of the Ant Man movies goes two, one, three. Um, I have, I have number two, uh, pretty high up on my list. Um. I'll say it's in the top five, just because I uh, I think I might do a, a one of my, which they'll come eventually, but my Dustin's Lucky 7 pods that I keep talking about, mm -hmm. one of my ideas was to do my top seven Marvel movies, like MCU movies. Um, okay. So I'll just say it's in my top five. Um, and then Ant-Man is at number nine, 
and then Quantumania is at number twelve. Um, most of most of my top twelve is uh, Phase One and Two. Um, of course. And then I do have like two. Actually, I do have two in my top twelve that are Phase Four. Uh, Shang No Way Home. No Way Home and Shang Chi. That makes those sense. are the only yeah. yeah those are the only two in my top twelve, and then I have Thor Love and Thunder at number thirteen, which I know is yeah. a little is yeah, a little uh... <laughs> I, dude. I just that movie was so fucking woke in certain areas where it was unnecessary. Mm. It it was just bringing the whole movie down, which was mm. which was sad actually because Thor is such a lovable character and Chris Hemsworth plays Thor awesomely so uh yeah. i was a little sad to dislike the movie uh but uh yeah um could have been better um yeah but um fortunately yeah so i think um i don't know i feel like we've uh we've sufficiently covered this one hey, uh um, how did you how did you like because uh this is one of the t- and that's one of the toughest characters to do in live action they even had a cartoon which i didn't like uh he shows up in other cartoons the old ones uh, but how did you like modok oh yeah modok um so i completely forgot that we were going to talk about him um i wasn't a f- i i like that cory stole came back and they kind of like kept fucking with him because that was kind of funny but, but um i didn't really like the fact that he was like made into modok like I, I think that was a mistake. I think they probably could have changed that too. Um, I mean, there were some good like comedic things with that, but uh, Modok really isn't like a comedic character. So I think they kind of just didn't know what they wanted to do with him, and they were like, "Oh, let's just you know bring him in for like the lulls." And I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of mixed on it. I I kind of like I like I like the jokes they made with him. Um, because they're kind of shitting on a guy who's like pretty much a douchebag in all these movies, but I don't like what they did like for Modok. I would have just liked having Corey Stoll come back and him just being like like a jackboot of like um of Kang. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. they should have made a Modok. I should if they were bringing him back, they should have brought him back as something else, or like or like have him. Also, it's kind of weird that he ended up in the quantum realm, like without his like, um, without his like, um, like B technology stuff. Because I'm like, wouldn't oh, he maybe. have ended up there? Like, I, it, was weird, it was weird how they did that. And like, I think they could have had a lot more fun if they kept him with his technology, and then Kang had the technology. Like, this, there's, there's a lot of stuff Agreed. they could have done there. Yeah. Oh, so I sure, think they kind of, I think they kind of wrote themselves into a corner by just saying. Oh, why don't we just make him in a Modok? And it's such a hilarious Modok. It was. Um, I love that part, man. I like yeah. when he appears. I'm like, they actually did it. They put a grown man sad into the uh, little flying unit. <laughs> they Honestly, Modok, Modok always reminds me of uh, uh, Crane from the yeah, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, from the Ninja Turtles, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I oh. kind of wanted him to sound like this. <laughs> Come get I me, Ant-Man. I fucking love that part. When he shows up, all the stuff that they did with him, the way they fucked with him, made fun of him. I mean, and they all screwed with him. Like, 
you know, uh, you know, whatever his name is in the in the movies, uh, Corey uh, Darren. Darren. Yeah, they're like, oh, Darren. I'm not Darren. I'm Modoc. And then there's one <laughs> part where Scott is saying Darren, Darren, and he's not having any of it. He's not responding, and he's like Modoc, and he, yes, Scott, what can I do for you? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that, that to me that was freaking hilarious. Mm. I like what they did. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I'm kind of mixed on it. Um, but like like I said, overall, I like this movie. Um, I gave it. Let me see. Let me do the calculation in my head. Um, I gave it a. Uh, I think I gave it a three and a half out of five. Do we know on Letterbox? Know... Oh, okay. Three out of five yeah. is pretty solid. I mean, it's yeah. It's I mean, bad. pretty much anything. Anything three three out of five means I like it. So I gave it a little more. I bumped it up to three and a half out of five just because I had like a few movies um at three. But I'm like, you know what? I did at at this point. I do like it a little more. That could change because I was bouncing back and forth between a three and a three and a half. So it's easier yeah. the more I watch this, it could drop two a three uh with the more i point out because even now talking about it i'm like you know what maybe it is more of a three than a three and a half but i don't know i have a point here or there it doesn't make all that much difference yeah but, uh, one I other mean, part i liked about the movie and we just glanced over it we just mentioned it in bay was the um Ants, uh, ants having uh, their own technocracy in the quantum realm. I really like that mm. part with the ants, and then uh, you know, uh, with uh, Michael uh, having to, uh, you know, Hank Pym having to, uh, having been in contact with. They were trying to contact him all along, and he didn't know they were contacting him. He thought it was interference, and uh, then when they showed up, I was like. Dude, finally, you know, they're doing stuff with ants again, you know, as they should. <laughs> uh, you know, you have an Ant-Man and the Wasp movie, you should have ants in there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so basically on my seven scale, it would be like a five out of seven that I gave it. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I oh. mean, I'd go with, I don't know, seven out of ten. Uh Basically, because it's a good movie. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's basically, bad, basically all. But, uh, yeah, we're we're basically in the same range because it's like seventy percent essentially. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Do we know what's the next MCU movie or? Uh the next one is um. Well, it was going to be I think Marvels, but now it's going they to be. It. Yeah, they pushed it back. Hold on. Um. You oh um guardians ah yeah Guardi guardians. yeah guardian no that's our guardians it was always the next one guardians comes out in May and then um okay. and then um the album was supposed to come out in July um hold on let me uh let me pull up phase five here phase five is dun, 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 dun. films um yes. So it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, okay. which is probably my, I would probably put that as like my most, my most anticipated movie maybe of the year. Um, the Marvels is in November. Uh, and then Captain America, New World Order, World Order for yeah. Life, uh, that comes out next May. 
So and then it's Thunderbolts and then Bleed. So, okay, that's next year, but this year yeah. we get so we this get year we got three movies. movies. Yeah. yeah, we got three movies all together this year. Ant Man and the Lost Quantumania, brother. Um Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and the Marvels, which I also completely forgot to do my whole Hulk Hogan thing that I was gonna do at the beginning of this, but it's okay. Um and then uh we also have a series um this year. It's uh Secret Invasion and Loki. Ah, right. Yep. So those are in post production. It says that it's a po- and Secret Invasion is being released early. 23 and Loki is being released mid 23 and they're both six episodes. And then we got Tyron so. Heart uh, which they kind of started off with uh with Black Panther and we should have Yeah. One they don't which... they don't really have uh yeah, they don't really have uh dates for that one. Uh what if Iron Heart Echo Okay, what if um, what if Agatha and Daredevil? I'm actually looking forward to what if, but I have no idea what oh, they want yeah, to do yeah. with uh, Agatha because uh, that whole character they they kind of I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know they... what the point of her like show is. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. She kind of she kind of got played out in in uh, Wandavision, so I don't really yeah, know what they want to like... do. Yeah, I got the one and done kind of vibe from that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm actually looking forward to uh, to the Thunderbolts because I'm not really familiar with them all that much. I mean, I know it's a team of heroes, but uh, yeah. you never know who they're gonna put uh, into those teams. Uh, in, well, in the well, movies, we kind of you know? well, we kind of know who's in it already. Do you want to know who's in it, or or do you just want to hold uh, off? I think I read somewhere, but I forgot, so I don't really need a okay. refresher. Okay. I, right. I'm going to keep myself surprised. But uh, yeah, no, I know I'm, you're a big. I'm actually uh, really excited not... to see that one. Yeah, because I know uh, you're a big nerd. As... Uh, not seeing the trailers and stuff, so I didn't know if, like, you know. Yeah, sometimes I'll see the trailer if it plays before the movie I'm watching in cinema. Like, uh, I'll see the trailer because I can't really, you know, skip it. But mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I'll just take glue to my phone and just ignore what's going on around me anyway until uh, until the trailers end. But uh, as far as Guardians of the Galaxy goes, I didn't. Re- I really wasn't a fan of the second movie. Uh, so I'm hope I liked I liked the uh, Christmas special, but uh, the second movie was. I I don't think it was that good. I liked parts of it, but the whole thing with Ego and uh, Star-Lord was a little bit overplayed in my book. Although Kurt Russell, seeing Kurt Russell in anything these days, I'm a fan of, you know? I was like, give me Kurt Russell, you know, in anything. Yeah, but, I, was, uh, um, I, was, I was a big fan of uh, the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It is in my top five as well for Marvel movies. I think, yeah, I think Milos liked it uh, more than the first one, too, but... Uh, yeah. To me, I both, just... both of them, both of them, I'll, I'll drop this a little hint. Both of them are in my top seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping they do some, uh, something really good with it because the cartoon, when they had the cartoon on, uh, the cartoon was pretty awesome. So yeah. I'm hoping they do something really good with the third movie uh, since it's, uh, you know, they kind of. They teased us with Adam Warlock being born, and you know they kind of left us on a cliffhanger. So I'm hoping they do some something really amazing because that character is very important in the Marvel universe. So um, yeah, yeah. So in the um, comic books. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think this was a good one. 
Um, I'm glad we got you on something that isn't Star Trek. Um, oh, for sure, man. And isn't Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I don't know how I, we were able to pull that off. I never thought I would be doing, uh, you know, Christmas movie reviews uh, with you guys. But, uh, yeah, kind of glad mm. it happened. And uh, yep. for sure, man. And I'm glad we got to hang out a little bit, just the two of us, you know, in a little twosome. And uh mm. <laughs> We're gonna let the other guys eat their heart out. So, uh. of course, of course. Um, eventually, I think it's sounding like more and more. It may just be the two of us doing Guardians of the Galaxy three. Because, well, you know, like everybody liked, else is towered like on. Said, yeah, like I said, Milos really liked the second Guardians movie. So, uh, I th- I don't think James Gunn will disappoint. Um, you, you know, it's funny. Um, usually, I'm the negative one in the group but we've yeah. had like a, a role reversal like it was like a double turn where like everybody else has gone heel on the mcu and i've actually turned babyface on the mcu like i like this one like yeah, i like I this mean... one i i like, genuinely i like it and i genuinely liked uh like thor love and thunder and i genuinely liked the guardians holiday special like Mm-hmm. Like some of this stuff I've genuinely genuinely liked and it's like <laughs> and it's like it doesn't seem like anybody else has. Hey man, know? when oh. I saw Kevin Bacon in, in the uh, Guardians uh, Christmas special I was like yeah, I mean they had they had to bring him. I it only made sense. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, man, no. Uh the thing with the MCU like, you know, everybody was it started off great, and then the more it keeps going on, I think people are losing. I don't know why. Probably because of all the. Uh, probably has to do with the fucking virus, too. Because we had no movies for like two years. Yeah. And so you know, I think people kind of cooled off on it, and Marvel didn't really do much. Uh, you know, to to well, make us I... all hot and bothered again for it. You know, so uh, yeah. maybe. Who knows, man? Maybe Thunderbolts and uh, Guardians and the Marvels are just what we need. Well, I was uh, I was talking to some people at work, and um, you know they were kind of like, because they know I went to it, and they're like, "Is it worth us going?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I like it." I'm like, "If you're into these, then it's worth going." But like, if you're Agreed. not like, if you're not into like the superhero movies or comic book movies or anything like that. Like maybe wait for um maybe wait for um uh you know Disney Plus. Like, you know, yep. one person one person was my supervisor who was a couple of years older than me. She just went and saw with her husband uh Avatar too. Um yep. you know, the the love child of Brendan and, and, and Milos. Um and uh <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh um I mean, she liked it, but she's also an Avatar fan. Um, so I told them, I said, yeah, maybe for you guys it'd be worth like waiting for Disney Plus just because I'm not sure if it's too weird for you guys. Because it is weird, like the whole quantum universe thing. Like, I don't think they did enough with like the, the effects to really make it like, oh, it's like, it really is a, a effect-worthy movie like Avatar is. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of like yeah, generic yeah, I think, stuff. Yeah, but I yeah, like I, it. I like what they did with it. No, for sure, man. I think also it's the problem with the... 
And I think we still have a problem with technology, especially on the big screen, you know, where like if this is animated, like they could do wonders with it. But when it's when we, when you have live action going on, you know, it's really hard to portray an you know, a fictional world uh, that exists outside the time and space and multiverse. Mm. It's really hard to portray it. And I think they did a pretty decent job of showcasing some of it, even though, you know, Quantum Realm seems to be a whole lot bigger than they've shown us. Yeah. And I mean, and, and just going into box office numbers, because I just went on to box office mojo. Sure. Yeah. Um, right now, worldwide, it's at uh, a little under 265 uh, million. Yeah. That's um, not a lot. It's not a lot, but still, like these Ant Man movies have not grossed a ton. Um, you know, I think the, I think the, I think the second because the first one didn't gross much at all. Um, it's like one of like the lowest, um, lowest box office ones for these movies. Um, let me see what the first one was because it had lowest opening of any of them. I think. Um, bah, 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 bah. Uh, yeah, and that had to do a lot with yeah. the brand so, development because not a yeah, lot of people so, knew who he was. Yeah, so the first one got five hundred and nineteen point three million in two thousand fifteen. Oh, dude, um, that was a lot which, of money back then. Today, that's not uh, a lot of money. Nah, not really. I mean, at that time, like the Marvel movies were making a billion dollars at that time, like, like or at least close to a billion dollars. And um, because think of it, that's post. Yeah, but there was like, Avengers, Avengers and maybe Iron Man, but uh, not the other ones. They were in yeah. the same and boat then, as Ant Man. And then the second one, me. the second one, I think only made like six hundred and twenty million. Um, well, let me see. Ant Man and the Wasp uh, came out in two thousand eighteen, and that one made. Uh, yep, six hundred and twenty-two point seven million. Yeah, you so these, so as long as it can get somewhere in between like five hundred and six fifty, um, for this movie, I think it's gonna be good for this brand. You know what I mean? Because nobody really goes to an Ant Man movie, and nobody really seems to like. Unfortunately, I know, I know. Which those those have been some of the better ones, but I think it's because it's just a little too weird for like majority of the audience. You know what I mean? Yeah, people who never read a comic book, never read a sci-fi or a fiction novel, they have a hard time, you know, getting themselves away from uh, reality, so to speak. You know, it's really mm. hard. Like, I know a lot of people who who have hard time. Like, they don't watch, you know, fantasy. They don't watch science fiction stuff. Like, they'll never see lord of the rings or you know star wars or any of the star trek because it's just way too weird and very unrealistic and i think that's one of the main problems these movies have with general audiences you know for people like uh <clears throat> like the everybody in the b team you know who who loves all the all the you know comic books and uh you know stuff like that uh the science fiction you know, your fantasy stuff, you know, this is our forte, this is what we love, this is what we do, and we're going to go watch something, like, even if it doesn't appeal to us, if we hear it's weird and watchable and good fun, we'll go see it, you know, but, uh, mm. like, everything Josh, I mean, all the movies that Josh watches, like, I'll never mm. see them in thousand yeah. years, because, uh, because uh, just the genre, 
of horror in itself doesn't appeal very much to me but it's like yeah. you know like we'll watch weird stuff like i'll go i would love to see a, a an ant-man mooney setting quantum realm like a little bit deeper than we what, what we got in here you know if they decide to do a like a series or a, i don't know a cartoon or whatever you know, and it's basically, you know, Cassie becomes an ant woman or whatever, and she decides gotcha. to live her life in a quantum realm, you know, like, let's go mm. on Cassie's adventures in quantum realm. <laughs> yeah. Like, so pay money so to I'm, see that, you know? Yeah. So I'm seeing, so I'm looking at the, the list of them right now. And so mm -hmm. right now, um, Ant-Man is just above um, the whole run of the Incredible Hulk. Um because the Incredible Hulk only made, um, for some reason on here they have a different number than Box Office Mojo. They have three hundred and three million for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, brother. Um, so uh, right now it's saying that it's made more than the Incredible Hulk's whole run, um, and it's right behind Captain America: The First Avenger, Black Widow, and Eternals, um, which all made either four hundred million or less. Wait, was was Eternals a Phase Four? Yes. And it's very forgettable, but it was one of the yep. best movies that they got, you know? It's uh, so fucking sad. I don't know. I, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of the Eternals. I liked it. I like I didn't love it. But I mean I the problem like the problem is that like like the like in the bottom like half of these, like you have Shang Chi, Eternals, and Black Widow, which basically were all like captors of COVID. So it's like, you know, unfortunately those those uh those numbers probably would have been different if it had been released in like a normal space, you know what I mean? And um, yep. but you know you have like like Ant Man, the first Ant Man is like in uh, so when it came out it would have been one, two, three. It would have been the fourth least grossing um Marvel movie, the first Ant Man, um. Because when it came out, the only ones below it were Thor, Captain America, the First Avenger, and the Incredible Hulk. Out of the 12 movies. So it would have been eighth in terms of box office at the time once it was done. Because it was the 12th movie that came out. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp isn't much better. Um, it's just like two or three above it. Because it has the first two Iron Man movies in between. And then it's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. Which is below Thor: The Dark World, which is one of the worst movies. So, you know. Yeah, to me, Dark World know. was okay. I mean, nothing. Yeah. I mean, special, I mean, Ant Man uh, and the Ant Man and the Wasp even made less than Doctor Strange, which came out two years before. You know. Yeah. So, like, you know, it, clearly nobody likes going to these Ant Man movies. So. Like, I understand that, like, people are like, oh, wow, it's not making a ton of money. But you also have to think about it in the fact that, like, nobody goes to these Ant-Man movies. Yep. So, yep. I don't know. That, that's the perspective I put on it, is that, like, I don't think they were, maybe they were aiming for higher than the second one because they introduced Kang. But I don't think they were expecting people to kind of trash it. Um, so, I mean, is it going to make it much as the second one? Maybe not. But I think... I think as long as it gets a hundred million, I think Marvel should be happy because, um, I mean, granted they probably put a ton of money into it. I don't know what the box off. I mean, what the budget is for this one. Um, but like if it can get to like I, 600 I million, I think they'll be speculate. happy. 
I has to yeah. speculate on the budget uh, when you see all these special effects that went to, went into it to make this, uh, you know, Quantum Realm beautiful. I mean, it's just amazing what they did with it. I mean, yeah, I can't even begin to imagine what the uh, what the number on that is. And probably the guys, uh, the people who worked on it were probably way, way underpaid too. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to see. Um, oh, Quantum, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, brother. Artists claim Wakanda for a human greed led to VX problems. A lot yeah. of us are sitting here thinking the money is there. Why is it not coming out? Hmm, interesting. That was the first yeah. article I found when I was trying to find the box, the budget for it. But yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, uh, I, I see a screen actually, rant article. Yeah, I see a also, screen rant that's like speculating on what it is. It says Quantum. Amen and the Wasp Quantumania's budget was likely around $200 million, which makes sense. I mean, that's kind of where the budget's been on all of these movies for it. Yep. So, um, you know, if, it made, if, it, if it's at $200 million, um, then it's double it. So that's $400 million for, um, like, the thing coming in. And then marketing, I think, is usually, like, half of the budget. So then that's like Usually, another five hundred, yeah. yeah. So five hundred. So it seems like it's probably gonna make like five hundred million to break even. So I think as long as it gets to like six hundred, I think they should just count themselves lucky. Because, um, I mean it's an Ant Man movie, you know what I mean? Regardless yeah. of Kang being in it, because nobody knows who Kang is. You haven't built up Kang except in a uh, Loki series, except in a Loki series that nobody watched. Actually, a lot of people watched it, but I guess a lot of people were uh, confused uh, for the most part. You know, I mean, I think uh, sometimes even Marvel forgets, you know, not a lot of people are interested in this stuff to watch. I don't know. I don't know. They go all out on the budgets and I don't know. Maybe it could be better if they just turned MCU into one big TV show, you know. Just call it MCU and, you know, just showcase, you know different things released like what three or four movies a year just as a as a sort of an annual event or whatever and i don't know maybe that would be better business uh plan for mcu in general overall you know they had a good thing going before you know dc jumped on the boat but uh while they had the their Iron Mans and Captain Americas and whatever, but you know, same old formula every single time in every movie, it just gets old. Yeah. I don't know. Um Yeah, I don't know. I mean we'll we'll see what happens with this. But um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I think I think this is a really good discussion. Um, you know, it was For really sure, good. Man. Yeah, really good, you know, with you and me talking about stuff. Maybe we should do more of these with just you and me talking oh. about stuff. Yeah, for sure, man. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. if we work well together. <laughs> my uh, my, uh, my weekends are open, so, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, my Both... uh, with uh, with getting a lady friend, uh, my weekends have become a little more complicated. So Of course. <laughs> I, I, I completely understand. As, uh, as we'll figure it out. Who, who went through that same ordeal, I get it uh, and yeah. uh, understand it. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't, 
Yeah, man. I'm. I don't know, man. MCU. Please, guys, uh, change something. They need to change something up. I don't know what, but they gotta. They gotta wake up, cause you know, uh, the the way they've been doing things uh, so far, it's not working anymore. So. Uh... Yeah, something. Something I think I mentioned on our uh, State DC pod, um, which I think is uh, not out yet, because uh, that's, I think, episode 400. Um, so you'll hear that coming up. Um, a lot of what we say, because we recorded that one a while ago, uh, so a lot of what we're saying now is probably uh, like um, out of date, but that's okay. Um, anyway... I because we did that before the Flash trailer came out. We did that before some of the other stuff came out. So um, basically, I think we did it like right around the time uh, Gunn announced all of the movie slate. I think that's when we did it. But um, okay. yeah, but uh, something I said in there was that I think Marvel is going to end up seeing what DC does with James Gunn. And I think going to end up trying to copy DC because I think with DC, the way they're doing stuff, I think it's going to be different enough where people are going to be like, oh, you know what? That does refresh this whole genre of films, you know, the capes and, you know, superheroes and stuff like that. I think, you know, it's going to it's going to be like, oh, you know what? They did something different with it. I think that's what James Gunn needs to do. They need to do something different with it. Um, yeah, but you know, uh... to get to get people to refresh on this whole genre. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, it's not, oh, let's copy DC like DC did with MCU. You know, let's copy what Marvel's doing. And then, you know, all these, they, they set up all these things. And then, you know, they got to, you know, the turnout is bad. And then they just kind of leave it instead of, you know, going through with it. And then fans have to come in and, you know, hashtag save the Snyderverse. But um, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that doesn't happen to Marvel. Um, I really hope, you know, with the Phase 5 and with all the shows on Disney+, Plus, I really hope that uh, they change things up somewhat or radically. I don't know. I don't know if you read, uh, there, was a, there was a report out a few days ago with the, um, basically, Kevin Feige, uh, somebody told him in passing, I guess in uh, Marvel Studios hallways or something, yeah, while you're at it, uh, go ahead and make us some money with that movie. And Kevin Feige got all riled up or something. And uh, hopefully he took it to heart in a certain way because I don't know, man, the way MCU is going, I don't see much of a future for it, even though I want to see them make movies, but I want to be excited about them, you know, like I was 10 years ago. Yeah, I think what they really should do, um, but they never they'll never do it, is they should um, they should just go and like not reboot it, but they should just go like super small. Like they should just go and grab like one character, make a movie about this one character, and just make it not like super grounded, but like kind of go back to Iron Man, where mm-hmm. it was like this one character, you know, not a huge budget, you know, kind of you know, give them something that you haven't seen in a while that's not like this huge bombastic fanfare. And um, because it just kind of seems like going bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger is not working for them. And so I think what they need to do is they need to kind of go maybe smaller. I think they're going to be doing that with Daredevil. 
Yeah, but that's a TV show. I know, man. I know. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I think yeah. I think it would have been nice if they made a if they made a Daredevil movie. They probably could have done that, and I think yeah. it could have started like maybe like like this phase instead of going like bigger with like multiverses and stuff. They could have went smaller and did, did like ground level heroes for this phase. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where like the bigger you go, like the Harder bigger yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, for sure, like, maybe if they brought on, uh, like, I'm gonna just uh, shoot, uh, shoot, uh, shoot the shit uh, uh, and just say, you know, Ooh, let's say they bring, yeah, let's say they bring, uh, you know, M. Night Shyamalan uh, to, to do a Daredevil movie or a Luke Cage movie or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, what's his face is busy with plane and now ship, so I don't know if he's gonna be able to come in and do a Luke Cage movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but um, I mean they have a whole slate of heroes, so uh, I'm actually what I'm uh, actually really looking forward to. And man, Milos and I used to talk about this for years, man. Like if they decided to do a Hugh Jackman and Captain America World War Two movie, so uh, like. Um, like that's like that that would be something awesome like if they did it with you know with uh steve roberts with the uh, chris uh evans you know and hugh jackman like back in the day when milos and i were talking about this stuff and it was all mm. new and fresh you know i was like now they're doing uh deadpool and uh, wolverine movie which is also cool so you know yeah yeah which i think i don't know i think that one's a little too late but I don't know. We'll see. Because now, cause now it's like, I think it's going to be like the Wolverine from like the Fox movies. And it's like, now are they going to be, like, are they going to be part of the universe? Like, I don't know. I think, I think they're doing, I think they're going to do a disservice to all of that by doing that. I think they should have just either not did anymore or they should have just like, that was their way of bringing all the Fox people into the universe. You know what I mean? Which I don't think they're going to do. I don't know, man. Hopefully, maybe maybe Kang's introduction is a preamble to all of it. You know, maybe that's how they do it. Maybe Kang will do something that will disturb the timeline in a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because he is that type of character. You know, time uh, time bending uh, multiverse time multiverse bending uh, idiot, so to speak. Psycho. Yeah. Psycho. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if that's going to be their way of bringing Rob Downey Jr. and um, Chris Evans back into the Marvel movies. I wonder if they're going to have like Kang go back to like the beginning or something, and like try to stop the Avengers from forming. And he's going to go back try to kill like Tony, like you know when he was in the cave or something. You know what I mean? Like that would be interesting. That'd be yeah. that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, but that would be, yeah, back. but they, they would be you know doing the same thing over and over again that they did in Endgame, which I really hated. You know, I was like, there was no yeah, but in, to go yeah, but in in Endgame, in Endgame, it it didn't make sense. Um, it made sense to go back maybe to like that base where like Tony and Steve got to see like Tony's father and Peggy, but like the like going back to the Avengers wasn't really something that we probably needed um yeah yeah but 
but I think I think this is like a nice twist because this would be essentially like going back to like like basically after after like or or actually you could maybe have Kane blow up um you know Tony's uh, uh convoy mm-hmm. you, like something like that like twist it you know what I mean yeah. like you know like go back to the very beginning to that very first scene and like Kane just tries to ruin the MCU. And like that, that would be an interesting thing. And then, and then you have dead, and then you could have like Deadpool, like in it somehow or something. I don't know. Like maybe not Deadpool, right. but like I don't know. But like, <laughs> but like, but like you could, I don't know. You could, you could do something where it kind of like fucks with the universe or something. You know what I mean? Like kind of like how they did like Deadpool kills the Marvel universe or whatever. That would that would um, be great on big screen. Yeah. Man. Like that. And would then just that... have just basically redo reboot like iron man one and like have like kang and then like um have like some of the new people like come back or whatever like if that's gonna be like how they do like new avengers like you mm-hmm. could have scott lead all of these kids um you know along with like maybe like falcon well whatever i don't know if he's going by falcon or if he's going by cap now but um I like have the two of... i think he's scared yeah. now but uh <laughs> But like have, but have Sam and uh, Scott, you know, lead these guys back in time, or whatever to try to stop King. I think that would have been interesting. But now I think the gimmick has been ruined because you use it in Endgame. Oh, for sure. You know. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that would have been interesting. And then like, and then like Scott just kind of like ruins the timeline by like explaining to Tony like everything that what what he does end up happening, <laughs> and then like. And then, like, Tony just gets, like, super overwhelmed by the fact that, like, he, like, starts all of his craziness. I don't know. Actually, watch it. Yeah, I mean, if I could see, you know, Ant-Man going back in time and explaining to Tony Stark uh, everything that he's going to do, that he's trying to save him from, that they they had to bring restore the timeline. I think that would, first, that would that scene by itself would be hilarious. I could see that playing off as a short or something. But um, I don't know, man. Like I said, they had to change something up. Hopefully, Kang is their way to switch things up and uh, do things differently and maybe even for the better. Uh, they have so many fucking stories that they can draw from and i have no idea why they keep going back to uh to to you know some of the woke stuff and uh to the same formula they can literally just like what they did with the uh with the um infinity wars you know they they literally took the comic book and uh kind of you know worked around it and brought it to the movies I can I don't know what they can just go to a comic book say we're gonna you know take this comic book we're gonna do it live scene you know uh page by page you know mm. we're gonna do it that same way and cuz they can do that with some of them not with all of them but some of them and I'm sure there's a lot of them that they could do that with but uh I don't know why they cuz there's so many good stories told in the comics that they can literally translate into live action and i have no idea and you know do we really need to see uncle ben uh die every 15 years yeah that's true so but yeah, uh I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, I mean, the problem with that, like, that's also another thing that goes to a whole different thing with, um, that goes into a whole different thing with, um, uh, um, Spider-Man and stuff like that. Like all the problems they've had with Spider-Man, like, I don't know, like, or at least I see them as problems because it's not really like the Spider-Man that you think or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah. He really isn't Spider-Man per se. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, uh, that's that. That might be something for a different day. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not not a huge fan of what they've done with those Spider-Man movies, except for The Way Home. But that's because it brings back all the old Spider-Man. Yeah, that's so. the reason I liked No Way Home. Had there had there not been the uh, the you know Toby and uh, Garfield showing up. Man, I mean that movie. I don't think it would have been as good, but um, seeing Toby again, man, Toby's my favorite Spider-Man, uh, live action wise, and uh, seeing him as Spider-Man again, man, that was that was definitely one of the best moments and movies of the uh, Phase Four, which sucked balls, but um, yeah. All right. All right, man. I think uh, I think that's it. Yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for spending uh, some quality time with me, man. Um, yeah, hey, you know it's <laughs> my pleasure. You know what I mean? I uh, I try, I try. So uh, you know we're uh, we're doing good. Uh, this was good. We got over an hour conversation out of this, which I thought it was going to be less than that. So that was good. Yeah, I thought we were um, going to talk like half an hour about this, maybe forty-five yeah. minutes, but. Uh... Yeah, but it was nice. It was nice to kind of get your view on a lot of the Marvel stuff because you, you don't really get to join us or any of that. So, um, so it was nice to kind of get a fresher perspective, I guess, a little more of a positive outlook on some of it. Um, as yeah, opposed man. to like I'm, the dark very, and dreariness of, yeah, uh, I'm very you know. positive about MCU and DCU too. I mean, DC overall too, but, um, yeah, unfortunately, I think, I think you know, I think we've I, ruined John. I think I think we've ruined John. I think we've brought him down to our level. You know what I mean? And you know, kind of dragged him into the <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh I don't think it's that necessarily. I think uh, you know, we all grow and uh, mature and uh, you know, I mean I could go on and on about my hate for all things Avatar, so uh, you know, I mean <laughs> It just sometimes oh, oh, you know. Please, please, we'll we'll get into hate of Avatar. Don't worry. <laughs> it just sometimes you know I want to write something, and just when I see that it's either pointless or just way too long, I'm just like, I just I I don't want to do it. You know, I just I don't feel like writing a whole whole uh, wall of text just for. Uh, I don't know. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to bash unless there's a there's a purpose to it. Mm. But yeah. All right. Well, this was uh this was fun. Um, uh, this one is going to be, I think. I think this is going to be episode 398. Oh, nice. 399. So we're going to, we're near 400. So if you guys are listening, uh, our episode 400 will be called The State of DC, which uh, is kind of good because this leads into that one. So uh, 
yeah, so you'll see what our thoughts are, thoughts are on DC. Um, that one kind of has us some in and outs on that one, uh, but I think it's just mostly me, Brendan, John, and Brent on that. And then I think Josh may or may not have jumped in for a little bit. I can't remember. Um, yeah, yeah so, I, I was I was gonna jump into it too for a little bit, but I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it was probably like four o'clock in the morning over there, so yeah. we understand. Yeah, yeah, I right, man. Well, uh, have a good one, man, down. and um, yeah, we'll talk soon. I right, man, later.